This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. So, Riley, I want to start by playing a bit of a quick get-to-know-you game first. So, basically, it's just like a, a few quick questions, um, and just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. You can tell me a bit of a story a bit if you want first about it. So, the first question I have for you is, who was your favorite singer growing up? Mm, first of all, I love games, so this is very exciting. <laughs> My favorite singer growing up... I've always been a really big Aretha Franklin fan. Mm. Any particular favorite? Is Aretha Fr- is she big in Australia? Do people know Aretha Franklin there? Oh, of course, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good, she's good. Brilliant. Just yeah. making sure. No, she's gl- a favorite. I'm glad you checked. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, what about your favorite childhood crush? Now they don't have to be a celebrity. It could be Ooh. someone, maybe you know, you met at school, or it could be a celebrity. I'm going to start dropping names here. Yeah, and if sure. anybody ever finds this interview, they'll know all of it. No, <laughs> my celebrity crush growing up, only one person comes to mind, and it's Zac Efron. Probably because High School Musical was really big right at the time when I was like, oh, boys. <laughs> Zac Efron, honestly. I think I think he's actually in Australia right now. I'm on my way. Legit, yeah. Another reason to come. That's um, amazing. You said Aretha Franklin was your favorite singer growing up, but I'm mm-hmm. wondering, what about your favorite Guilty Pleasure track? Oh, wow. That's a great one. Hold on. Let me really think it through because sure. I don't want to disappoint. Oh, you know, um, a really good one, like a good Guilty Pleasure track. Now, this is Southern. We're going we're going deep South here because oh, I'm a Nashville okay. girl, which yeah. is pretty Southern here in the States. But The Devil Went Down to Georgia. I feel like I've heard it before, but do you know who it was by originally? Or is it a southern, like, do you guys know? traditional track or something? Look at that engineer. Nope. Nope, <laughs> we have no clue. But I do know my dad always would dance to it growing up, so it was always like a ha-ha, funny thing. But that's your that's your homework on the States. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. It's like pure southern um, hillbilly, exactly what you would think it is. But it's I- hilarious. That sounds amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it right 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 away after this. <laughs> Wait, what's yours? What's what's your guilty pleasure track? Oh, I have so many. Um, I I like pop punk. So you know anything like oh no, that's probably not an appropriate song. Uh, I'm just trying to think of. <laughs> I know you have to do the scan first. Okay. Yeah. Can you say that? All right. Let's say Fallout Boy. You know some classic right, Fallout Boy. It. Yeah. Love it. Anything We're fun. all on board. <laughs> Um, and this is a bit of an odd question, but a, a smell that reminds you of home. Oh, that's a good, probably gardenia. Gardenia. My nana would always wear gardenia growing up. That was always her scent. Mm. That's what her house smelled like. Yeah, I feel like it's always something that reminds you of a particular person as well, or, or a, yeah, a vibe as well. Um, and last question, favorite cereal, and uh, do you eat cereal for dinner? I eat cereal for dinner. The only time that I eat cereal as a serious dinner is when I'm on tour because it's Mm. so easy. But my favorite cereal would either be, I love Fruit Loops. Oh, yes. Like the classics, Captain Crunch, Mm. um, Cookie Crisps, Reese's Puff, like all the cereals that don't have nutritional value. (laughs) Those are typically the ones I'm interested in. A hundred percent into that. That's always how it goes, right? The less nutritional exactly value, the better. How it goes. Yeah, we just we're here for the good taste and the sugar, but mostly the sugar. <laughs> mostly the sugar. That's what you need in the morning. Exactly. Uh, so, Riley, uh, a few um, uh, stats for those that don't know you, and let me know if I got anything wrong. But you're almost twenty-one. 
You've been writing songs since you were 10. Yes, I turned 21 in December, so I'm fresh to the oh, 21 really? gang. Oh, but I'm con- here now. Congrats, congrats. Uh, you've been writing songs since you were 10. You were uh, signed with a manager when you were 13, and you released your debut album when you were 18. Um, is that all right? So far, so good. Check, check, check. <laughs> awesome. Um, now, you don't have to look far to realize how tough the entertainment industry can be, especially for young people growing up um, in that. So I was wondering, what's been your personal experience growing up in the music industry as a young woman, especially? I Looking back now, first of all, that's a really great question. I think the biggest thing for me has been having an amazing team around me. Um, navigating the industry when you're young can be challenging for many reasons, but mostly because there's this huge balance of acknowledging the fact that a you are young and there are people around you that know what they're doing more so than you might at the time but also um, finding authenticity and finding the ability to speak up for yourself and represent yourself in a way that's honest and i i'm so sorry my phone's ringing so rude um (laughs) and but another one is um finding that balance of people around you who are going to hold you accountable, but also want to see you succeed and be honest as well. So Mm. it's a fine balance. Sure. And um, so you're actually about to release your second album. It's called Godsend. It's, um, I was wondering, is that a subtle DC talk reference maybe? No, I'm (laughs) so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that because growing up, my dad, he played DC talk like it was his job. Yeah. Um, and so when I wrote that song, my dad was one who's like, hey, there's this there's this really cool thing you need to know about. But <laughs> I love that. It may be a subtle reference. Maybe, we'll say yeah. that it is. Um, but Tell yes, me Mac will I'm be in so touch excited. Soon. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> He'll be reaching out. I, I actually have gone to school with all of his kids. So oh, really? he's nearby. I yeah, in Nashville, everybody's near. It's crazy. Um. But yeah, I'm so stoked. I have a new album coming out on June 4th. Mm. Yeah, and we've heard a few singles from it already. Um, well, actually, spe- specifically on the album Godsend, I understand that it came about as you were asking some tough questions at the start of this pandemic. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yeah, I actually wrote the song April of 2020. So it was fairly soon after the world started to shut down. And I just remember sitting on my bedroom floor, and um, at that point, everything was changing still very rapidly, and I had had a booked year planned, you know, building a career. I'm stoked because my calendar's filled up, and, you know, coming off of a song called Fighting For Me, things were things were picking up and ready to go, um, and all at once, everything stopped and shut down. And I remember having this conversation with God asking, you know, I don't get what abundance is right now. If you promise life in abundance, I, I don't feel it. So so tell me how you're going to show up for me. And uh, God really reshaped my definition of what abundance means and how to live a life that's full of joy and happiness. And so as I sat on the floor there, I just I, in faith I wrote a song called Godsend, which had been a title that I'd kept in my phone for years, waiting to write it at the right moment when I had the words to to tell the story through the song. Um, and we wrote the line, what if maybe every broken place I've been was a godsend? And it became the foundation, not only for that song, but the foundation for what the record we would finish writing over the next few months would be. Hmm. And it's really just 
in the middle of chaos, in the middle of being human and not knowing, uh, choosing faith and, and, and choosing to believe that that God is guided under control. And we actually have a little snippet that we could play you guys that we haven't played for anybody yet, if you guys want to hear a little bit. I would love that. That would be amazing. Okay. This is very fancy. We all, we set it up to be very fancy. So <laughs> I'm going to cue God said. Oh, every closed door, every single sharp door, and every answer that didn't make sense. What if maybe they were just teaching me to depend on your strength in the dark days? All my tears got me crying out to you again. What if maybe every broken place I've been was a God sent? I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Seriously. Thank you. That, that's a great melody and beautiful lyrics too. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. That was kind of what laid the foundation for what the album was going to visually look like and sound like and mm. be produced like. And I got to have my hands all in that. So it was very exciting to see that idea that started on my bedroom floor in the middle of a pandemic turn into the title of my new record. Yeah, oh, I love that. Speaking of which, you have released a few singles so far. I actually want to touch on your first single you released, Healing, which we've been loving here on the show as well since last year. But um, I think in this particular season, that song has really resonated with many listeners. But can you tell me a bit about the story behind that particular track as well? Of course. All of the songs I write have a constant theme in, in the sense that I, I write them all based on stories of things I've experienced or I've watched the people in my life experience. And on this song specifically, I remember walking into the studio and um, my sister was on my mind, my younger sister. She's two years below me, so she's 19 now. Um, this was a couple years back and she was in the middle of a tough season of life. Uh, she was in a very transitional period where things hadn't gone exactly how she envisioned them going. And she was struggling to find the hope that's found in healing. And so I wanted to write a song of what I believed for her and was praying for her. And it's basically a story of healing and grace for where our shortcomings are. I just wanted to remind her of that because we're so hard on ourselves and it's so easy mm -hmm. to forget that God's grace is good enough to cover all of it. So that was what healing was based on. Hmm. I love that. And I know um, so many musicians right now, as we touched on earlier, are itching to travel again. And I know that's one of your passions too. Is that right? Yes, Traveling. I love to travel. <laughs> well, I, I, I was... miss it. Well, if you visit, uh, well, when you visit Australia, I was wondering, are there any particular things you're looking most forward to or anything's on the, you know, the bucket list for Australia when you do? Yes. And I mean this when I say this. Number one would be the people. Yeah. I love Australian culture from what I've seen of it. I've just like barely dipped my toes in it based on, you know, people who are in Nashville that have migrated from Australia. Yeah. But I'm so excited to be around the culture, the people, go to the beaches maybe and have some coffee. Mm. Here, Australian coffee is just different in the best way. Yes, I have to say I didn't realize how special Australian coffee was until I went basically everywhere else. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good to know. I really heard good things though. Oh yes, no, you won't be disappointed. But uh, hopefully sooner rather than later as well. 
Now, here on Fresh, we're all about discovering new artists and new music. So I wanted to know from you um, if you have any recommendations right now of new songs or artists that you've been loving. They don't have to; they can be Christian or otherwise. But any new stuff that you've Ooh. been loving in particular that you want to let people know about, or you reckon people might like? That is a really that's a great one. I you know what I've been listening to a lot of jazz lately, Ooh. which is always. I don't know if your listeners are into the jazz, but I've been listening to a lot of jazz. My no, jazz is cool. I, I couldn't tell you people by name because most of it's instrumental. But if we're talking about artists, I've been listening to a lot of Julia Michaels. Mm. And I really love how she crafts a song and creates music. And then another artist that's Nashville based is Ingrid Andrus. And she's another great storyteller um, just through music and lyrics. So mm. two recommendations. Awesome. Thanks for that. We'll definitely check those out. And finally, When God Send comes out, it's about to come out on June 4, and um, already a few new singles out. But I'd love for you to tell me, I guess, how you'd like people to experience the album in terms of, you know, a physical setting, you know, with headphones or, you know, how the, how the ambience of the room should be maybe when the listener in the car and any particular special fave tracks you're most looking forward to. When it comes oh out. my goodness. That is a that's a great questions. So very exciting. Godsend is coming out on June 4th, like you said, and it's available for pre-order right now. Mm, and awesome. if you pre-order it, you get lots of tracks that we've already released, um, which is very exciting too. But this album was very much written as my story has gone on over the past couple of years. And because of that, you have so many elements as far as a 21-year-old woman who's learning about God, learning about her faith, failing, having successes, having relationships that don't work out, um, having self-doubt, watching her sister experience self-doubt, all of these things. And so I think that however you like to listen to music is the best place to, because I wrote this album and listened to it in a zillion places, whether it was my car driving home from the studio, in the studio, in the kitchen with my family, so you listen to it where you get comfy and listen to music. Um, then as far as favorites, we're actually, we have another little snippet that we could play you guys. But this one is a song that I'm very excited about. It's called Headspace. Um, and it's one of the standout tracks to me. It's one of the first that we wrote for this record. And um, it was based on the idea of leaving behind old thoughts that no longer serve you. So I was coming out of a relationship that. that was no longer a healthy thing for me. I find I found my mind going and existing in that old place. And I wrote the song to remind myself that um, you can't have my headspace unless I give it to you. And I decide where my thoughts go. So we wrote a song called Headspace and we're going to cue it up for you right here if you guys want to hear some. Thank you. That would be amazing. You can't have my headspace. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Thank you so much. I'm really excited about that one. This album has a little bit of everything, so I can't wait for people to hear. Definitely. Well, very much looking forward to the new album. Uh, it's called God Send. You can pre-order it now, and you can also buy and stream it when it's out on June 4. Um, Riley Clemens, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I love Australia. I can't wait to come see you guys. 
Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.